magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Welcome, everyone. Yes. Welcome, everybody. Hello, Tess. Hello, Natasha. (laughs) (laughs) How was your week? Do you remember the cards that we picked last week? Oh, yeah. We picked, I think we picked Stand in Your Power was mine. Was the Magnolia. Because for some reason, I only wrote down yours, but I think that was mine. And then yours was Challenges. Uh Uh-huh. By yeah. Tosha Silver from the so Tosha Silver I, deck. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I've um, uh, repressed all the memories. However, I do remember thinking during it, like, "Oh, this is challenges." Did you? You don't remember? I have the no recollection challenges? of what. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> well, they must not have been that hard then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, in the moment. I remember really feeling like, "Boy, I'm really in it." <laughs> Maybe you surrendered to it, and it, then they transformed. Yeah, well, as I Tosha think I Silver did. recommends. Mm-hmm. I did. So... Did you stand in your power? <laughs> this is. I feel like almost like we're talking about like a dream I had. Like, <laughs> I remember standing in my power, <laughs> and I remember the challenge, but I don't remember anything that happened. Really but interesting. I, yeah, it's weird. It's kind of weird. But, um, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it more in the energy report. But, yeah. I mean, I did end up having a good, like, feeling good mostly, I think. Oh, good. Yeah, I do think I did practice a lot of letting go. Clearly to the point of I let go of my memory. Yeah. <laughs> <Complete>. <laughs> Maybe I went too far. Complete release of it all. <laughs> if you let go too much, you can develop amnesia. <laughs> what about you? Well, um, as I mentioned to you earlier, my flight out of California oh, yeah. got completely canceled. But only Why? after many hours of sitting in the airport with Frontier... <sighs> telling us maybe it's just a delay we don't really know it was because of some kind of electronic thing or Mm -hmm. mechanical issue um and then they canceled it and then they were like okay we're gonna get everyone a hotel room and then they were like never mind you have to find your own and it was like midnight at this point it was like what yeah it was was really crazy and I so I finally the whole time I was like oh I am just being so mellow I'm just like allowing this to flow this is all so fine with me and then when they were like oh never mind about the hotel room I I just started crying (laughs) because I was so tired yeah but I I figured it out and I got a hotel and and I guess Frontier is gonna give me part of the money back Ugh, that's awful. Uh, this know. is really a, a, whatever the opposite of an ad is for Frontier. Right, yeah. I mean, what I is think that's, that? A disclaimer? Uh, hmm. Okay. I don't know if there's a word for that. Were there people with kids? Yeah. But they, I mean, I think, those people, I f- not that I don't feel bad for you, but if no, I was in that situation with my kids, I would have lost. Yeah, there were, it. that was part of why I was like, I really can't complain because there were people who were like, I need to get there because I have medication I need to oh, take or, you no. know, like people had connecting flights that they had to like reschedule. So, I mean, oh. I was 
most of the time I was pretty chill about it until I got so tired because I was like, oh, "Oh, they're going to shuttle us. They said they were going to shuttle us to a hotel. And then they were like, oh, no, never mind. I was like, have you guys never experienced this before? Um, But it was actually I did find a hotel and I got the Uber and I was in it pretty quickly. I just like had a meltdown for a moment. But what if you like didn't have the money for it? I know or that's what I, I was mean, thinking. Yeah, that's yeah. real challenges. Yeah, you really you experienced it. I did, but it is just like Tosha Silver said. It's like it's interesting when you reframe the story. When it's like, mm. oh, I expected I was going to be on the plane by now. I expected this, and that's how it's supposed to be, and this isn't how it's supposed to be. And then when you're right. like, well, what if it is? Well, it has to be because that's what's happening. And then you kind of surrender to it and then like align with it as much as possible. Like, how can mm-hmm. I learn from this? How can I become calmer and more at peace mm-hmm. through this experience? It's a whole other story. Did you find any answers? Uh, I mean, I, I definitely feel like stuff like that does help us spiritually, you know, like, yeah. Tosha but I mean, did about. you come up with anything about why you were, <laughs> why you were there or mm, no, who knows? Maybe you just don't know that maybe yeah, you would have avoided something that you don't even know about. Yeah. I mean, partly I felt like it was maybe a transition from like, I maybe that, I mean, this is just one aspect of it. This is going to be the whole story, but I felt like, oh, that's kind of interesting that I got another extra night just to kind of be by myself because I'd been with my dad constantly. And then I was like, going to go straight back to my home and Ted and everything. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, it's just like a little buffer in between those two moments. Mm-hmm. You know? That's a good way to think of it. Yeah. This is why I hate airports, by the way. I uh, just, all yeah. I feel about airports is stress. That's mm-hmm. all I feel. Yeah, I, I used really to have like that. Them. I really used to have that yeah. more. I think I, like, maybe from all of the traveling I've been doing. Oh, like, yeah, it's like, maybe. My brother travels for work all the time, and he says now it's just like taking a bus or something. Oh, so. wow. Did you see your brother? No, we just missed each other. He was there now, but I'll see him soon. Um, Are you going to see him for Thanksgiving? No, but I think I might see him before Christmas this year. Oh, okay. Do you, what, I mean, not to go off the rails here, but do you and Ted have a Thanksgiving? I know you don't love Thanksgiving, we actually do love now you, because for you many watch years, Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Yeah, for many years now. <laughs> so we get really excited about it. Is it just the two of you? Mm-hmm. And you just, the two of you, you eat something mm-hmm. and you watch The Big Lebowski. Yeah, it's like something about that particular movie is a remedy for our holidays problem. Wow. You know, how we feel weird about the holidays in general. Yeah. That movie just like somehow takes the pressure off. And we started doing it when we lived in Los Angeles, which somehow I feel like that movie also is um, like medicine for people who live mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. It, helps it takes you. place in Los Angeles. It right? does. And like the attitude of the dude mm-hmm. kind of is like the remedy to the insane like egotism yeah. of, of that city. Yeah. So it's like just a really healing practice for us. Do you ever feel, because I'm starting to think about Thanksgiving, and it's actually this kind of relates to something else, but that I talk about in my newsletter that's coming out, not to be a a pluggy plugster, but if you, I think I'm going to send it out Tuesday or Monday. Yeah, I'll send it out Tuesday. So if you would like a guided meditation on how to call your power back to you, it's not talking, it's just written. Um sign up for my newsletter but 
at highest sight healing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was fully a pluggy plugster, but I loved it. So I think it's <laughs> you should just well, it relates it. To, <laughs> it relates to what I was saying in the newsletter, which is what made me think of it. Um was there's this um well the holistic I'm not gonna say the whole thing because I do put this in the newsletter, but the holistic psychologist, do you follow her? No. Oh that sounds my great. God. I will begin to. She when I first started following her, I think she had like thirty thousand followers and now she has a million. Whoa. I've She's never even heard so of her. Amazing. Like every literally every post I'm like, oh my God. I can't even believe it. Like so much free content. It's insane. Awesome. Like, okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. Anyway, she also has a YouTube thing and she did this little video about how if you grew up in trauma, then you may have a fantasy complex about like wanting to be saved. Oh. And um, I'm trying to think about how to <laughs> talk about this without going into everything I wrote in the letter. But basically I have like part of that for me is having like this family the idea of like this big extended family now i do have my own created family that i love and is great but even that because of this idea of like being saved and having this glorious fantasy like the partridge family i think i talked about this before in the podcast that they saved me that they adopted me and then i was okay Mm -hmm. um um anyway so when it comes to like thanksgiving and stuff i have a lot of judgments about like not being with like a family like a big family which is funny because brett has a huge family and i could just like we could fly there i guess It'll be such a pain. I mean, it's so much money and so much work to fly all the way to Arizona. But basically nothing's going to fix it except for my own internal work. Because even when I have spent time there, it didn't do the job. Mm-hmm. Like, I love them even. But it's some kind of fantasy. But anyway, yeah, because so it's I'm like just... it's a story that isn't a real thing. Yes. Like you can't ever really experience what's happening in that story. Yeah, 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 that's true. So I just wondered how you felt about like not being with family with it, just being the two of you. Because I have all these judge, not of you. I really judge you. Oh my god, you're such a loser. How do you do it? <laughs> no, but with myself, I'm like, oh, like if I was worthy, I would have a bigger, like you know, group of people to have Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I think. I um, responded in the opposite way where I'm like, no, I want none of that. I want, I don't fit into that. I've never fit into that. And so I don't, like I, when I visit my family this December, I'm purposely not going to be there for Christmas, just before Christmas, um, because I have realized it feels depressing to me. It feels like, like the pressure of it and it just, yeah, and and when I was in high school, I did that too. Like I hate Christmas. I used to say I hated Christmas, oh which isn't gosh. true. Then it, then I went through a whole thing of embracing it, but still like the actual holiday and yeah. all of the the pre- well. And then also my parents being divorced, there would be like I wouldn't see. I would only get to be with one of them every holiday, mm-hmm. and. So then I feel like they kind of taught me like, oh, it doesn't matter. The actual uh, holiday doesn't matter. Like we're just, just right. being together is what's important. And I really felt that. That's good. I actually don't have it with Christmas for some reason. It's just like Thanksgiving, like because it's supposed to be a big gathering in my mind. 
But Christmas, I don't know. Anyway, that. Sorry if I went off on a big tangent. No. All right. Don't be so sorry. now, what are we going to go to? Because we are we going to talk about our fun new giveaway? What? <laughs> giveaway. Our giveaway. Okay. Yeah, we have a giveaway going on on Instagram. So go to our Instagram and you can find it. It's the Sacred Self Care Rituals Oracle Deck. Yeah. by goddess provisions and it's really fun i just opened it and started looking at it yesterday and it's these inspiring pictures of all these different self-care rituals and it's very simple but it's fun mm-hmm. like when you feel like you have some time and you want to take care of yourself and you draw a card it gives you some direction for what will be the most nourishing for you at that moment so yesterday mm-hmm. when i was playing with it i drew chanting so i did oh. some ohms i was like hmm, i wouldn't have thought of that but okay do you know what that's funny you say that because the other day i made up a new chant out of nowhere oh what is it well i don't remember it but it was just like what i i was just like oh like i don't know i don't remember i'm not gonna try but it just like felt real i did i um hit that gong you know one of those bowls oh a singing bowl Mm -hmm, i just (laughs) gonged it (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with me today. Okay. You, <laughs> you know gonged, what I'm trying to gonged the singing bowl? Mm-hmm. I gonged the singing bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a nice sound that came. And then I just did a little chant. Because I used to do Buddhist chant. You know, um, oh, yeah. my friend Kia, who actually listens to the pod sometimes. Um, Hi, she, Kia. <laughs> she taught it to me. And I don't do that anymore. But um, it just doesn't resonate with me. But I do like the act of chanting, so mm-hmm. I thought I'd try something new. Anyway, oh my god, we're going off a tangent, but or I am. Anyway, I opened the Oracle deck right now that we're giving away. Not the exact one. We each have one, and then we're giving away one. Um, and I just thought I'd read some of them so people could, like what the cards are. There's like, write a gratitude list, nourish your temple, build strength, Time with friends, um, dream journal. Anyway, make a meal. There's lots of little ideas for And the to... pictures are really inspiring. They're yeah, like, yeah, they're I cute. totally want to do that because of yeah. that picture. Um, yeah, and I like to do it like at the end, like, okay, what do I need today? And I'll just pick a card. Yeah. It's so not we're... like an oracle, like maybe the ones we read, like what to expect or feel into that. Well, you could. It could be that too. Yeah. I was thinking of go if you wanted to do a more traditional oracle reading, you could use a different deck and then have that be like some uh, an actual action that you could take mm-hmm. to integrate the wisdom or just yeah. when you have some time for some self-care and you want some direction. But this, mm-hmm. you can find out how to enter the giveaway on our Instagram, which is Magic Monday Podcast. Yes. And yeah, you just leave a comment and follow us on our various platforms. And then we're going to announce it in two weeks. Not this, yes, obviously. Uh, I think not it's October today. 28th. I okay. have in my calendar, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. That's the day okay. we're going to announce it on Instagram. So that's probably two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's two weeks from now. Yeah. And it's real pretty. We have a picture of it on there. 55 card Oracle deck. Yeah. So speaking of goddess provisions, goddess provisions is also an ally of ours now. So you Mm -hmm. can find, um, if you want to support our podcast, you can, 
explore goddess provisions from our website, which is Magic Monday Podcast. And this is actually something that we both legitimately oh love. My God. So much. Like literally when I got this package, I was like, <gasps> like it was like the best. I'm not, we are true. I, we don't, I have to pay for this myself. I don't, they don't give us boxes or they didn't give me a box. One they time ha- they gave you a box. Tell a couple story. of times they have given you oh, boxes. So this is a times. subscription service, just so you guys know what it is. It's yeah. a subscription service with a lot of self care things and, um, it's, it contains a mix of five to seven full size products, including crystals, aromatherapy, apothecary beauty spiritual growth tools, superfood snacks, and tea. All the boxes are cruelty-free and vegan, and they plant a tree for every box sold. I mean, that's so great. A lot of these boxes, which I am a fan of boxes in general because <laughs> I love presents and it feels fun, but a lot of them I don't, I well, I don't do any of them except for this one, but when I have in the past, like, you don't know, are these products, like, cruelty-free? Are they ethically you know, right. sustainable or is that the source is what yeah. I would say. And this one, oh my gosh, the one before this had this beautiful, like, um, what's that thing that hangs? <laughs> oh, it's a, a bell. Yeah. It's but a, like, uh, for the wind, wind chime. Yeah. That's and it's it shaped in like the air element symbol. Yeah. It's so pretty. So I have mine hanging too. outside. Ah, I mean, even Brett was like, even I love this and he hates wind chimes. Oh, really? I don't know. I, know. I don't know why. Some people do. <laughs> Sorry, Brett. Love you. <laughs> He's also our producer. Um, anyway, these, yeah, so it's, they're really, we love them. Yeah, they're, it's a really cool box. So, and I, yeah, they've given me a couple and to do unboxings and then they've offered to give me one more frequently, but I don't want to do the unboxings every month. But then I'm also like, but I want to subscribe too. What do I do? Do I pay? Do I just, I don't know. It's a, it's a predicament, but. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I mean, I feel like you think your YouTube subscribers wouldn't like to see it every month. What's in there? I don't know. You don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe you should ask them. Yeah. Do you want me to get this amazing free box every month or not? (laughs) Put it that way. I don't know. I want to take away my happiness. Or not. <laughs> or you. I could just buy it. But anyway, if you guys <laughs> yeah. would like to check this out, please go to Magic Monday Podcast and then you'll see an ad for Goddess Provisions on the right in the right sidebar. So click on that. Yeah. It's so that all the way can... at the bottom, I think, of the sidebar. Oh, okay. So that way you can support our podcast because we will make a commission if you do subscribe. Yeah. It's small, but it every bit helps us to bring this podcast to you. So we really appreciate it. And I mean, she, you kind of buried the lead, but we have our website up. Oh, yeah, it's really exciting. Yes. Okay, so shall we go to Questionis? Let's do it. Okay, that's. Do you want me to read the first one? In a different language. <laughs> yes. An unknown language. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, the first one, shall I read one and you want to read yeah. the next one? Okay. Okay. This one is from Jessica. Hello. I have recently uncovered through a friend of mine who does Reiki that my sister has a negative spirit slash unwanted entity lingering on her shoulder. My friend is trying, but the distance, uh, my friend is trying the distance healing to rid it 
but is there a spell or anything that I can do or even my sister can do to get rid of this? She, my sister, has gone through so much hard times physically, mentally, and emotionally that I'm sure this entity is causing. I want to help and I want her to live a healthy, happy life, but I'm afraid this thing is preventing this. Please help. Blessed be Jessica. Do you want to say something first? Or do you want me to? Okay. Um, Well, so my suggestion with this first is to not give it too much power Mm -hmm. because it can, things like this, when you hear about something like this and then you start worrying about it and you start picturing it, it can Mm. kind of like create Mm -hmm. more tension around it and even intensify it. Mm -hmm. So. So, you know, like kind of take it a little less seriously, not that you have to disbelieve in it, but just maybe disbelieve in its power and Mm -hmm. that will start to help to lessen the power. Secondly, something I just love to do with stuff like this, whenever I feel worried about any sort of energy for myself or another person, I just call an Archangel Michael. That's Mm. my thing because he's just so... (laughs) protective he's like the fiery cleansing purifying protective energy it's one of his specialties to Mm -hmm. uh, escort entities and any sort of challenging energy to the light I just Uh, sorry but I'm laughing to myself because I just pictured you like calling up Archangel Michael on the phone and like he's on a cloud and takes your phone call (laughs) hello (laughs) and he's just like like, I'm "I'm on it okay be right there (laughs) (laughs) instantly on it (laughs) yes Yes. and actually I think part of why I'm bringing in that energy is because I do think humor helps with that like bringing in that the, you can actually breathe in the energy of amusement. I see it as a green color. Okay, yeah. No, I think that's so. That's really right on because this is. I I find that there are um, that this is an aspect of new age spiritual the new age spiritual world that I don't support. When mm-hmm. which is when this becomes like, oh, there's this dark spirit and this yeah, is a really yeah, big problem. Totally. And we, because that, it, it creates more of the challenge. But when you're like, oh, there's something we want to get rid of, you don't need to understand it. You don't need That's to explore right. it. You just like, okay, but I'm powerful and I'm aligned with the divine and we'll clear it out and it'll be fine, you know? And, yeah. and I think humor is a really great way to think of lightening up that energy too. You know, that reminds me also, um, I also discovered this new person I guess the other person wasn't new, but this woman, Tara Brock, have you heard of oh, her? Oh, yeah. I, I do her meditation sometimes. Oh, I love her. Anyway, I was listening to this meditation of hers that where she was talking about how um, the drug companies, like when they come up with a new drug, they have to prove that it's more effective than the placebo in order for it to go through because the mind is actually so powerful in what it like it really can heal itself in many ways um so that's how strong the mind is so if you're really like buying into that it was it it, you can kind of put the she can uh like take her foot off of the pedal so to speak on how (laughs) much energy she's giving that Mm -hmm. um were you done with what you yeah. were going to say? Okay. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say was, I ha- I do have to say it's kind of funny because before I started doing this work professionally, I kind of didn't believe in entities and aliens. Like I was like, okay, I believe it, but not, I don't really think an entity can get in there and really do 
much. But ironically, since doing this, I have seen MTVs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, it really is, first of all, how they get in, which is like how much power, like you said already, how much power are you going to give it? <clears throat> like if they came in, a lot of times I see them coming in like when someone's done like ayahuasca or something like that. Oh, yeah. Because... Yeah, because their defenses are kind of, they're kind of traveling in other energy realms and then things can get in there. But it really, again, it all comes down to, um, I mean, like I have, I was just thinking about this other little leprechaun guy I got rid of a few months ago. And this guy that I did it for, he was living a happy, fine life, but he was having little annoyances that I do believe this leprechaun was responsible for. <laughs> I know, it's so silly. But um, but at the same time, like, I think if he had even sensed that this little guy was there, and you know what, he went away pretty easily. And I think it was just because, you know, he just had to like, I always believe bringing in that white gold light or gold light, calling your energy back to you, you determine like connecting from your crown chakra to source and just saying like, I only give permission for my highest information to come through anything that doesn't belong. I send, I ask them to leave. There's, I, I have no permission and I call all my energy back to you, to me. And you can also like, I've talked about this before, like imagine like a little, I like to imagine like a, uh, light switch, just like dun, turning off the permission. Oh, I love that. So no permission. See you later. Bye. And then, you know, not from like, oh, my God, like not right. from a fear space, just like totally neutral, even amusement. Like this was funny that I let you in. <laughs> right. But you know what? Yeah, You're not going to get in anymore. Sorry. This is just my space, you know. So yeah. just like lightness, calling your power back to you. Boom. Yeah. And I like what you said, too, about fear that like. I feel like fear is part of that opening, that, yes. that invitation. So I when agree. you can transcend that, and that made me, while you were talking, I was remembering a time that I started to feel like, oh, I think someone put a spell on me. And mm. th- and then I think I have been feeling really disempowered about that. And now I feel even more disempowered because I realize yeah. that. And then in that situation, I worked with Kali, the goddess Kali, who Mm. is really powerful, really powerful (laughs) goddess who just does not put up with any shit. Mm. And so I I had a picture of her on my altar and I lit her a candle and I called in her essence and then just to remember my power, like, ah, she's just kind of like really fierce. Yeah. So that that worked for me in that situation was to like – exercise the fear yeah. and call back my power and then like remember yeah I'm just not allowing that energy in yeah exactly I mean we have so much support and it really is about who you're giving seniority to as I say with my you know and I'm going to talk about ownership cords again you, um, in the energy report um, but like who are you giving your seniority to like don't let her don't give I would say to her don't give it your seniority mm-hmm. you know and we do have so many resources I'm sure you could research like a lot of other angels goddesses that could come in for assistance as who are not in your space and just yeah especially if she's feeling weak like you said physically and stuff like that bottom line she needs to be calling her power back to her and working 
in a loving way to own her space more. Yeah. And anything that will strengthen your energy field. So sea salt baths, Epsom yes. salt baths, exercise, nice. drinking lots of water, eating healthy, fresh food, mm-hmm. taking walks in nature. Those things strengthen. They brighten your aura. They help you to connect with the earth and mm-hmm. to you know set your boundaries. Yeah. And I've been getting a lot lately about um, aromatherapy is a nice, mm-hmm. real quick way to connect you back to yourself, like yeah. finding a really nice scent and just like breathing that in. And yeah, that's a nice way to jolt yourself back. Yep. All right. So thank you for your question. Oh, and by the way, if anyone has questions, there is one more, but um, you can write us. Oh, you can go to the website now, I guess. Oh, yeah. I think. We think that's what you can do. (laughs) (laughs) We will learn this. I'm pretty sure there's a spot that says ask a question on there. A spot. That's what they call them on websites. (laughs) Um, A tab, whatever. And or you can just email us magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com for now. But I'm pretty sure there's a more official way to do it. (laughs) All right. I'll read the next one. Okay, Tess and Natasha. Um, I'd like to ask a couple of questions. My first question is about Mercury retrograde. I have a ton of Mercury in my chart, and I was wondering how this sort of situation will impact my life and how I can channel the experience to be more of a positive nature than chaotic, as Mercury retrograde usually feels for me. My s- Oh, should we answer that first? Oh, sure. I I mean, I'm no astrology expert. Are, and I, are you? No, I'm just an enthusiast. Yeah, me too. We're both enthusiasts. <laughs> so I don't know if we're the best people for this, but what do you want to say about well, it? Well, I actually, this is something I think about a lot. I also oh. have a lot of Mercury in my chart. Oh. I've written a number of blog posts about Mercury retrograde and how to channel it into positive. Well, I'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah, nice. But um, so... <sighs> Mercury retrograde is not negative. It does mm-hmm. feel challenging sometimes, and but it's because I think it's important to remember that it's showing us things that can be fixed. Mm-hmm. So it, I have used the metaphor, like if you think of taking your car in to get it fixed and you find out, oh, you need new brake pads. And then you could say like, oh, so annoying. I found out I need new brake pads. Or you could fi- say like, oh, this is so great. Now I won't die in my car. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? oh, so great. <laughs> when I'm going down a mountain. No so, car death. <laughs> so it's like that with Mercury Retrograde, that it's showing you areas where to revise. Like, let's fix this. And yeah. it may seem like, well, how can this help me that, you know, my heater broke in the middle of winter? Mm-hmm. But it if you if you tell yourself the story if you look at like well there must be there must be something that it, well i mean getting it fixed it yeah. might have just needed to be fixed right. now's right. the time to strengthen it um but also just emotionally relationships communication and relationships can be wonky and that is often because it's like something we need to look at something we need to unravel something so yeah. i like to think of it more as like this is, oh, it does also remind me of getting my book edited, which always mm. really makes me feel embarrassed. You know, like yeah. my editor will be like, oh, did you really mean to say this? Or what is it? Why do you have this word here? And it, it mm-hmm. feel, feels embarrassing. Uh, but it's also, the worst. I know, <laughs> I I know <laughs> but it's like, well, thank goodness this didn't get published like this. Yeah. Like this is helping me. So that's how I think about Mercury Retrograde. Like this is necessary, even though it might be frustrating and then we'll get through it and then everything is going to work better. 
Yeah, I agree. But what about as someone who has a lot of mercury in your chart? Do you have any thoughts? Like, do you think you feel it maybe more powerfully than other people? Or? Well, I personally discovered that I was born during a mercury retrograde period. So oh, I think you that's, told me that, yeah. Yeah, part of why maybe I actually like it and feel empowered in a way during it. Um, mm-hmm. But I think you can think of that two ways. Like, oh, mercury is going backward or it appears to be going backwards and mm-hmm. so – this is really strong for me because I have a lot of Mercury in my chart, but you can also align with it, I think, like thinking, okay, what Mercury is doing, all is well, this is perfect, this is a part of divine flow, like yeah. letting yourself yeah. be in alignment with what's happening instead of feeling like believing that it's going to make resisting. you feel out of alignment. Exactly. Yeah, resisting it. You know, this also reminds me of this, I mean, yeah, link to the Tara Brock meditation that or a podcast. Oh, okay. It's like a... I don't know. It is a podcast, but I think it's like a clip from something. Anyway, she was just talking about how she had gone through a lot of health problems and one, she was having a flare up, even though she was like, oh, I wish it was, had gone already. Maybe I'm never going to be okay. And then she just realized that when she took it all, the whole experience as just part of, I'm not going to say as well as she did, but like basically just like embrace the whole experience as being part of life so that it's not just about when she's feeling good or getting to the good part, but embracing the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and just watching it and not to say she used to love it, but just like letting it all be there. And I think that's really true. You know, I mean, it's the whole thing when you resist some, what you resist persists. And Mm -hmm. really when you resist something, it just makes it worse. So Maybe you have something to learn about Mercury and communication and that whole experience if you have a lot of Mercury in your chart. And the best way to learn about something, I always say, is through curiosity and letting go of resistance. So you can hear the message. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. And something that I have found that is a really grounded way to support letting go of resistance is to notice your breath. So anytime yeah. you're like, you feel that hassle, like, ah, oh, Mercury retrograde stressing me out. This shouldn't be happening this way or my health shouldn't be like this. Then, mm-hmm. oh, now I'm breathing in. Now I'm breathing out. And now mm-hmm. I'm breathing in and it's a shallow breath and that's fine. And now I'm breathing out. And now, whoa, that's a deeper breath. Okay. And now I'm breathing out. <laughs> you know, just mm-hmm. like notice, bring your mind to it. And then it starts aligning your mind and body. It starts letting your emotions flow. And then it brings you into alignment with the present moment and what is. Yes. And then just allow it to be. Okay. My second question, her second question is regarding communication with loved ones who have passed on. I know that I have a very strong connection and I'm very aware a good amount of the time. However, I was wondering if there was a good technique to be sure for myself that I am, in fact, clearly receiving the messages I'm being given. I'm a 27-year-old widowed mother of a four-year-old. Oh, my gosh, that's so hard. And my husband, I mean, I don't want to say that story, but that's amazing that you have gotten, that you're persevering through that. Yeah. Um, you are very strong. And my husband is who I'm referring, who I am referring to. He passed last year. Sometimes I am not completely certain of the signs I'm being given. Thank you both for your time. Um, so I'll go, I'll answer that. Um, as someone who does this, professionally, (laughs) I will say that even I sometimes I'm like, is that what was really happening? You know, you can go into doubt or you can um, go into like, 
it's not like um, people who have passed don't communicate the way people who have bodies communicate. So it really is about the more you do it, the more you trust that you are hearing. And that's really all you can do. You know, as I do it for other people, I actually trust what I'm hearing from other people's loved ones and pets who must on sometimes more than myself, my own um, uh, pets, really, my um, because um, even though I talk to my mom, but she's pretty clear, <laughs> even, <laughs> even, even in passing, she's pretty clear, um, but it's, you know, it's natural to doubt, like, when it's your own life, because you have your stories and things, and you want it to be true, and then it's like, well, do I just want that to be true? Is that why I'm hearing it? And, you know, I have someone that I trade with, so sometimes there's this one person I communicate with a lot, and I'm like, did I really say that? And then she checks for me, because even I doubt even doing this, because, again, it's the desire. Of course, you want to make sure you're hearing from your husband. I mean, of course you do. So um, I would say, I think you really are hearing from him, and to just trust Trust the messages because the more you're in trust, the more you're going to get a clearer um, communication. When you start to doubt it, it does kind of muck up the lines, you know, and even if you do sometimes get a message wrong, I mean, that, that happens in bodies anyway, you know, people miscommunicate with each other in bodies too. Mm -hmm. So that's what I have to say. Okay. And so I would say, um, love to, to, when I communicate with my loved ones on the other side, it's through the, um, the connecting factor is my love for them. And mm -hmm. I, so I feel that love and then I, I project it toward them and then I feel mm. their love coming back to me. So I feel like mm. if you connect with that as an anchor, like am I feeling mm. that love flowing, mm. then that might help you to feel more uh, sure, you know, that yeah, that's like that. a message. And the other thing I would say in general with intuition, um, like when I do Akashic clearing, which I don't do professionally anymore, but I sometimes trade and mm -hmm. do for friends, um, I don't really know what's going on. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I get the message. <laughs> I'll get like in, intuitive hits and I'll get, uh, I'll use my pendulum. But I don't, like, I wouldn't say objectively. I wouldn't ever in any case say mm -hmm. this is objectively true. It, this mm -hmm. is a message clearly from, you know, this source or this, or even like with angels, like they are, mm -hmm. they have objective reality. Like that's, to me, that's not the point. The point is more functionality. Like, am I connecting to, is this uplifting me? Is this connecting me mm -hmm. to my spirit, to my heart? Does it, the guidance feel nourishing? Does it feel helpful? Like those are kinds of more questions that I ask rather than, because, because I don't know if I actually believe in objective reality at all in any way anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would just say, I think you're worried because you want to make sure, because you really want to have that connection, which I understand. I mean, I feel that way a lot, like with certain people and animals that have passed where I'm like, oh no, are they going into some other kind of situation? It's harder for me to hear. That does happen with me. It's harder for me to hear when they're and they grow in certain ways and then I can hear them again better after they've gone through these like lessons and stuff that they're doing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There's this one person I talked to a lot that like went through this big transition. I was like, oh no, he's not here. And then he oh. just showed me like, oh, he's just 
like it's like he was on vacation. Oh, interesting. And then I did double check because I was like, is this happening with my friend that I trade with? And she's like, yeah, she saw the same thing. Oh. I didn't even tell her what I saw, actually. And I was like, what's going on? I feel like I can't hear him as well. Um. So, yeah, uh, sometimes it's like super clear. Like I hear things very clearly. Sometimes I can be very clear audience that way, but sometimes it's not. So I guess really the underlying thing in conclusion is like, it's okay. And I really love what you said about the love. Like as long as you're just sending love and then you'll feel that I know you'll feel that love back yeah, on yeah. a base level. And, right. um, and yeah, unfortunately there's no way to like, really like have a hundred percent confirmation or whatever but the point is like yeah the connection what do you want from it and you know yeah feeling that um sometimes I do feel lucky because of this person I trade with because I'll be like this is what I heard and then she'll hear the same I or actually I won't even tell her like one time she's he told me <laughs> that she was being kind of harsh in the translation and he didn't actually like her translating <laughs> And then she's like, oh, he just told me I was being harsh. And I hadn't uh, even told her that. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons that magical friends – that's one of the things I love about this podcast, but also having magical uh, friends to talk to because then it helps you to, like, trust what you're getting. You know? Yes, it does. I mean, we need we need trust sometimes. It's, it's you know, could be in, when you're dealing with the unseen realms, you need trust sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you trust a lot. I mean, that's all you you really need it. And so sometimes you need validation. Yeah. And I am an Aquarius in the twelfth house, which is the unseen. Oh. And so that's what I deal with. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. And oh, maybe that's not why I feel that Scorpio. Oh, that all that Scorpio. whole thing together. Yeah. What's How I I feel like you have Scorpio energy. Remember how oh, I told you that? No, I don't know. But it's that Scorpio I think it's that combination. Okay. Oh, the okay. Um, all right. Scorpios are great. I didn't mean to say <laughs> I love Scorpios. Ted's a Scorpio. Yeah. I've had a lot of great Scorpio male friends. I've just been burned by a couple of Scorpio female. And you know what? I have my responsibility to it too. Didn't mean to put all that. I mean there were reasons I was drawn to them. But if a Scorpio wants to burn you, it will hurt. Oh, that my is goodness. a true thing about Scorpios. <laughs> that is a very <laughs> true thing. All right. So shall we go into the next part, which yes. is the energy report? Okay. So not to sound like a broken record, but it's... Just let me tell you, Libra season, it's about getting your power back, refining ways to have your own power. Re just like, it's really just like, I mean, it's a really great time in a lot of ways because having your own power is the center of just being a, a healthy functioning person, you know, not giving your power away, having boundaries. Um, but I feel like I've talked about it so much yet still it, it's fine right yeah you can talk about, about this all the time we can we can <laughs> always remind ourselves of this um and i do want to talk about um ownership courts again because i've talked to so many people um who i'm like did you listen to the one about ownership courts and a lot of people are like i think so i don't know you know i think it's really good to revisit so i'm just going to talk now about energetically owning your space so, and I have talked about it, obviously, I know, but um, 
I want to talk about ownership cords again and also thinking about where are you giving away your power. This is also something I talk about in the newsletter a little bit. But um, so one thing you can check in with and stop me if I've said this exact thing, but is are you owning from the third chakra or your ownership? Have I talked about that? I think so, but I want you to remind me. Okay. Because the ownership cords thing was a huge deal for me and I've been using it a lot. So like to refine my understanding of it, I'm I'm really welcoming this. Okay, great. So a lot of times when you're feeling like giving your power away, meaning like you want validation from someone else or you feel like less than, you feel like, oh, if only I had this, I would feel more complete. Um and you're trying to control the situation that is usually happening from a third chakra um, court. So you're trying to own things from your third chakra. Now, your third chakra is lovely, but it's not where you want to control. You don't want to control people. It doesn't help you or them. They're going to feel, and you also, they're going to feel not good. You don't feel good when you're being controlled. Well, including their opinions of you, which I think maybe people don't always realize that that is a desire to control. Like, I hope they think this about me, you know, that. Yes. Yes. That's not really your business. So you might, if you're thinking that and you're putting a lot of energy or even a little energy behind it, you might be throwing them a cord from your third chakra. Mm -hmm. So, um, and so, yeah, the third chakra is about control, your will, um, there is some identity in there as well. So you want that to be nice and clear. You don't want to be courting people from there. So the first thing you can do is just imagine that you're calling back your court. Any cords that you might have thrown out from your third chakra, just imagine them coming back to you. And you could fill that little area with gold light, your third chakra, um, release any cords you just imagine it imagine any cords coming to you or going out are released and then fill up with gold the holes that left behind from those cords and then also just imagine your aura around you call your energy back to you I've talked before about like the underlying reasons why you might be trying to control in the previous episodes like there is an unneed met an unneed unmet need thank you unmet (laughs) so that's for another day but um dealing with that is probably real important and being loving with yourself about it but just purely energetically speaking imagine your aura below and above and all around you you can picture like blue around it which is the color of certainty and then we're going to get to the ownership cord so imagining you have four cords at the top of your coming out of your crown chakra and they're going to go to the four if you had corners on your aura the four corners I mean your aura is not um, square shaped but and then you do another four to the bottom so just imagining this is going to bring your power back to you energetically and then another thing you can do is imagine the situation so let's say there's a person that's Maybe a Scorpio has burned you. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't mean to be. That was a joke. I love everybody listening. Okay. <laughs> Just somebody wasn't nice to you. So imagine um, that you have a contract. Just imagine that contract with a person and then just own it from your ownership. Uh, you can have 
imagine more ownership cords because those ones that are in your aura stay there, but then you have another four and just imagine owning that contract. So you're just kind of putting your cords on that contract. And then that's going to come from a place of your highest truth, your what what is best for both of you from the highest level. Okay, so when you picture a contract, like do you okay. mean this is like a kind of a karmic uh, yes. agreement between you and yes. this other person? Yeah. You can okay. just imagine like because whenever you are with anybody, you have an energy contract with them. Okay. So you can imagine, imagine outside of your aura. So it's not in your space. And just you can picture it however you want. I like to picture it like a real contract, you know, like a mortgage or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you can imagine whatever you want on it, too, while you're at it. You can imagine putting in the contract mutual um, appreciation, mutual uh, respect. Oh. Yeah, just imagine whatever you want on that contract. Amusement. Um, as love. long as you're respecting their free will. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. When you're courting it from your ownership cords, it is free will. So I'm not saying they have to agree to that, but that energy at least is is your intention and you're putting that on your side of the contract. Yeah. Well, and if it's positive to me, if it's yes. not like, you oh. know, I'm going to have power over them or they're going to do what I want or, you know, exactly. something that affects their behavior. But if it's like, no. to me, things that are in the higher realm, like love, positivity, yes. highest good for everyone, like that doesn't affect anyone's free will. Right. And it's not like they will love me. <laughs> like, no, right, right. nothing like that. No, it's just like loving and it's only your side of the contract so whether they sign it or not is up to them but it okay. still is like your your side of things is clear it's coming from the highest place the highest divine will your highest good you know um as opposed to that third chakra place of more of what you're talking about trying to get somebody to love you or or do what you want them to do. or yeah. So you could even, like, if it was a work contract, you could imagine in this work contract um, getting a raise in the most, you know, um, easy way possible. <laughs> you know, you can, yeah. again, put your, you can put your, um, what you want in this contract. And again, whether they agree to it, it's <laughs> up to them, just like any, like when you're negotiating a contract. Oh, uh, interesting. I have you never know? thought of this. This is oh, totally really? new to me. Yeah, oh, this whole great. contract thing. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, as you can put your stuff in it as, again, just do it with the highest respect. And um, I mean, people's contracts, if there isn't respect, that's kind of in there. That's the, they get in a power struggle Anyway, but if you, things will go a lot smoother if you just put what you want in the highest way possible in there. Yeah. And then own it with those ownership cords, um, the other four ownership cords. And um, yeah, and so you can do this with anything. You can do this with a house, even um, like just picturing your house and owning the house. You can do it with whatever you're having. Um issue wherever you feel like you're giving your power away and then just really affirming your own ownership cords in your space and fill up with gold light of course and I think we might spend time on another episode with the grounding cord because I feel like pretty much everyone I talk to is like I know what it is but I don't really know oh yeah so I think we could spend a little more time with that on another episode 
cool. Yeah, I love that whole contract thing because I like it with boundaries too because, I mean, contracts Mm -hmm. are boundaries. They're totally in the realm of Saturn. Mm -hmm. And um, I like that in a relationship you get to think about what is my contract? What am I agreeing to? Yes. And then you, and then just that thought, like, oh, I get to choose. That's yes. so empowering to just remember, like, oh yeah, I don't have to be agreeing that someone has power over me. You know? Yes, you know, I have seen family contracts that are have so many past lives to them that the family refuses to update the contract. Oh. <laughs> but um, but you still have free will over your side of things, so you can still like put it in there anyway and and it if you find when you're looking at a contract energetically that's like oh I feel like I can't like they're real resistant to this that even like you putting your side down not messing with them at all that's just information you know so that just shows you okay I really need to focus on owning my space more and really being clear about that this is what I want and you know it's just all information and I'm sure you'll get information after that like intuitive hits and stuff i feel like i could talk about this contract thing forever <laughs> <laughs> this is so interesting we can, we can do it again next time okay all right that was the energy report okay. <laughs> i wish you guys could see and- the look test gives me when do that. <laughs> and you it's i'm mirroring you too it's like just a moment <laughs> okay So now it's time for Practical Magic. All right. So this week, this is fun. So this week, I want to encourage you to do some spell crafting. Ooh. Yeah. So yesterday, the day before this podcast comes out, was the full moon. Mm -hmm. And so this is, we've still got the power from that full moon this week. And, um, and we're in the season of the witch as the veil is thinning in both hemispheres. Mm -hmm. And so this is a really cool time to look at your calendar, look at your magical calendar, think about your intentions and plan some power days to do some rituals. And then I'd love for you to try, if you haven't already, or even if you have, try creating your own spells. So to do that, you want to always start with your intention. And I like to state that in the present tense as if already true. Keeping Mm. it simple, making sure it's something that feels joyful to you, you know, fine tune it until you feel a sense of like your heart kind of flying when you state it or when you Mm. think about it. That's how you know you're locking into your natural divine flow so the Mm. universe is going to help fuel your magic when you do that ritual so choose your intention maybe you have one or two or three but look at your calendar and find power days so you can work what does that mean power days so work with the phases of the moon work with the days of the week work with the moon sign and if you haven't done this before just take your time uh you can find information in the in my 2020 or 2019 your most magical year yet calendar or um the i really like Llewellyn's magical almanacs they have this information hmm. and you can find it online you can find it on my blog you know the days of the week the different magic associated with the days of the week the planets as well as the um the 
feelings and intentions related to the moon signs. Mm -hmm. And then the moon phases, you know, the full moon is the full flowering of power. When the moon is waning, which is this week and next week, um, that's a good time for banishing, clearing, letting go. And then the new moon is planting new seeds and the waxing moon is expansion. So prosperity, mm. drawing new conditions toward you, um, expanding your power, expanding your success. So just it's really fun to kind of take some time to plan your magical work. And when you choose your or when you create your spells, I really recommend keeping it simple. So you mm. might look at um, what day of the week is it? You know, there's different kinds of magic that are associated with each day of the week. And then also the moon sign to choose maybe the predominant element you're working with. So if it's a fire sign, you can maybe work with candles or a bonfire. If it's an air sign, incense, um, the wind, words, poems. So can uh, you give us like a tiny example? First of all, the full moon, is that going to be an air or that was an Aries? Yeah, it was an Aries. Okay. So can you give us a little example of a spell you might do? Yeah. So, well, and the reason I say keep it simple is because when I first started crafting spells, I was just so overwhelmed with all the information and herbs and associations that I was like, yeah. just making them really complex, which is not necessary okay. um, and not really, I don't feel like it's helpful. I feel like mm -hmm. it's distracting. Um, but so something really simple is just a candle spell, you know, you, okay. um, and that would be good if the moon is in a fire sign, which is Sagittarius, Leo, or Aries. And or if it's Sunday or Tuesday, because those are ruled by the sun and Mars, respectively, just mm -hmm. for some examples. But a candle spell, like let's say you're doing a candle spell for success. Maybe you would choose a red candle. Maybe you would choose a red pillar candle because it feels so sturdy and strong. Mm. And the color red is associated with personal power and success and abundance. So then you have your intention, which is... Uh, you know, I am successful. It could just be that. Yeah. It could be, yeah. I, am, I am successful in all that I do. Or maybe mm -hmm. you have like a certain kind of success you want to manifest. Maybe you want to manifest a new job or um, success in a certain area. Um, but whatever it is, then you just hold your candle in both hands, breathe deeply, uh, send your intention, like feel your intention as if it's already manifested. All that joy. Just so much gratitude and joy for this feeling that you have when this intention is already manifested, feeling it really as if it's already true. So you're bringing it into your field and then you project, you can imagine projecting that, <coughs> connecting to the core of the earth, connecting to the cosmos, mm. feeling that energy pool at your heart area, and then imagining that energy moving out your arms into your hands, into the candle. And then you can even imagine the candle is like a sphere of power, a sphere oh, of a specific nice. intention. And then you could just light it. But I mean, <laughs> to put <laughs> to, to, you can always put other like little things in there. Like you could carve a rune into it that symbolizes success. Or mm. you could sprinkle cinnamon around it or put some coins around it if the success you want that to be merged with prosperity. Or you could um, have like a quartz crystal to amplify it. Yeah, there you go. Quart mm -hmm. And even just a quartz crystal on its own can be a great spell. It can be oh. a, its own charm, any kind of charm. You have you a quartz mean, crystal? Yeah. How? 
like you, in a similar way, you send the <laughs> intention. Oh, no problem. You send the intention into the crystal and then you have your charm. It's like quartz crystals that. hold energy. And so with the quartz, you would want to cleanse it first in sunlight or running water mm-hmm. and then send your intention or into moonlight. it. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Or Full moonlight moon. or sage smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, you could do this on a day when the moon is in an earth sign. So Capricorn, mm-hmm. Virgo, or Taurus. Mm-hmm. So send your intention into the crystal. And then you can set it on your altar or keep it close by, you know, whatever feels right mm-hmm. to you. So those are a couple of examples. So could just even, I've been doing this thing lately where I got, I mentioned this in the Magic Monday newsletter, but um, I've got these candles that are, have the different astrology sign. Oh yeah, from Target. Yes. Yeah. I love them so much. Anyway, so I got an Aquarius one and I just light it um, on my altar every day before I do a little meditation. It's kind of just like an acknowledgement of me, like, and my power and like, like a validation of myself. Cool. Does that make sense? Is that like a spell? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Honoring (laughs) your personal power and aligning with your sun sign. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love it. That is great. Spellcasting. Is that what you said? Crafting. Yeah, spellcrafting. So, I mean, water, the water element, you could do bath, take a ah. some kind of bath, put some salt, some herbs, some essential oils, as long as they're not going to irritate your skin. You mm-hmm. can light a candle, light some incense, and then air magic is incense and scent and words oh. or even standing out in the wind all that by itself is a cleansing spell oh, you don't have it. to be fancy because it's your intention yeah. and it's what helps you feel like you're really setting your intention because a memory like that like doing taking a physical action mm-hmm. and then having that in your mind like oh i remember when i stood out there in the wind to cleanse my energy and how cleansed i felt you know that's how spells work they mm. help you align your energy and intention with spirit and with and by anchoring it in an actual physical action you know i was just realizing like obvious like how witches you know in the past were so what do you say i mean like vilified vilified that's the word and demonized and all of it and it really is because women were using their power and like Mm -hmm. harnessing their power yeah. And it's just crazy that it's still so like that word witch has a bad association with it for a lot of people that it's just like so powerful. I know. You know, people got really scared. Yeah. By, like, the whole concept. By women being so powerful. Well, that was great. I loved it. Oh, was that it? That was it. Okay. That's practical great. magic. <laughs> um, okay. So now let's do some housekeeping. You can find us now at Magic Monday Podcast. Dot com. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> and you can sign up for our newsletter there, which went out a couple of weeks ago, I guess. So we'd send them out every month. You can ask us a question on there. As we said earlier, we think you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. Brandy, our website designer is probably like, yes, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brandy. Thank you. <laughs> um, and you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. I'm sending out a newsletter tonight or Tuesday morning. So if you want it 
It'll be hot off the presses. And you got to get on that, guys. Her newsletter is the best. Like, I just oh, always have loved you. reading her newsletter throughout the years. Thank you. Um, and you can also, um, oh, yeah, when you sign up, you also get a free meditation um, on chakra cleaning. And you can schedule a reading with me there and find me on Instagram at Highest Light Healing. Oh, and again, sign up. Um, if you want to enter the giveaway for the Sacred Self-Care Ritual Oracle Deck, you can do that on our Instagram, Magic Monday Podcast. Yep. Where can and we you, find you? You oh, can what? find me at Tess4444 on Instagram, Tess Whitehurst on Twitter, Tess Whitehurst on YouTube, Tess Whitehurst author <laughs> on Facebook. And <laughs> oh, what were you going to say? I was going to say, are we? are you still doing the pre-order for your book? Yeah, there's still a pre-order giveaway for Unicorn Magic. Thanks for reminding me. So you can find out about that on my website, which is TessWhitehurst.com. And we should put that in the show notes because I think that we've been forgetting to do that. Oh, okay. So Thank let's you do for that. the reminder. Okay. Yeah. I and not just that. the show notes. Yeah, we got to put it in the main part too. Okay. I can't wait to get that book. Were you going to say something else about where to find you? Uh, no, I think maybe I was just going to say you can find a lot of spell ideas uh. and stuff. If you want to do the spell crafting, you can find like the power of the days of the week and the phases of the moon on my website. So there's a search feature on the right at TessWhitehurst.com. Yeah, there's so much information on there. It's amazing thank you and uh, and write us a review please write us a review. oh yes please we really appreciate that so much we have been getting some stars in there which we also appreciate like you don't have to write a review you can just rate it which is nice we've been getting some of those but we also really appreciate extra points oh you do get extra points for the giveaway if you yeah you get an extra entry yep yeah so last night i was doing I met with a couple of my friends to do, we read each other's tarot cards and my friend was saying, yeah. And my, one of my friends was saying that the Oracle card always just sums up whatever we just did for like 20 minutes with the (laughs) card. It's always like, well, this is really, it really is amazing. But I was thinking, should I do, I was going to do a tarot card. Oh. mm -hmm. What do you think? Should I I do that? I think you should go for it. Okay. I'm kind of drawn to both of them. But what are you going to do? I'm doing the self-care oracle. Oh, great. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to pick a tarot card for everyone for the week. And it is, okay, the Knight of Wands. as It's the Knight of Rods in my deck. Oh, what's your deck? I have the Aquarian Tarot, which I love. Not just because I'm an Aquarian. Who's the author of that? Oh, you know what? I don't know. I'll have to find it for you. Oh, okay. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, now, the problem with me doing a <laughs> tarot poll is I don't know enough about it. I know the knights are the fastest moving. And um, let me see what. And yeah, energy, passion, inspired action, adventure, impulsiveness. That's but, totally Aries. That's like that. The, oh, the interesting. And, the full moon wasn't Aries yesterday. Right. Now, it was reversed. And how I read reverse cards is that it has, there's some resistance to this. Mm-hmm. So this may be saying that, they, yeah, that there's some resistance to this um, following through, doing your projects. Um, getting moving. 
Yes. Yeah. Moving ahead. Oh, we were talking about that earlier in the week about how the ti- how it seems like we're in a time warp. Yeah. Time has been really weird yeah. for me. And this card, I feel like, is kind of alluding to that. So maybe mm-hmm. that's going to continue. So maybe getting stuck energy moving, do you think? Yeah, that could be. And that actually is kind of what I was talking about a little bit on the energy report, calling your energy back to you helps unstick energy too. When you're not trying to control things, when you're letting go, energy can flow. And what do you think about maybe, I feel like that might also be a sign to remind us to get our creative projects going. Oh, you think so? Yeah. The Knight of Wands reversed. Yeah. Like get it go. Like don't question it. Don't, you know, like there's not really more reason for delay on it. Kind of take action on it. Yeah. I like that. Like you may experience resistance, but don't let it stop you. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Well, so with the self, oh, is it my turn? It is your turn. Okay. So with this self-care, sacred self-care rituals oracle deck, which is what we're giving away, I drew intuition. Oh. So this week we're tuning in and this goes along with the thinning veil. You can tap into that. See if you can notice that. As we get closer to the end of the month, see if you can notice that feeling that the door between seen and unseen mm. is open and just, you know, connect with, you can connect with deceased loved ones through your love. You can connect really relaxed. We're also going to have, um, the moon's going to move into Gemini on the 16th and then into Cancer on the 19th. And those both in their own way are really intuitive signs. So you can, um, maybe really connect with any while the moon's in Gemini, you can connect with your inner voice, like words, phrases, positive words and phrases. This is how you can know that it's really your divine intuition is when the messages are positive and loving and Mm -hmm. supportive. Yes. Even if you need to like let go of something or work on something, the messages will be encouraging, not negative and judgmental. Right. I think sometimes that's part of what keeps people from tuning, wanting to tune into their intuition because I think sometimes people are afraid mm. that they're going to see things that are scary or um, like mm. hear about things that are going to be, you know, like get bad omens or something mm. like that. No. But that's not what we're talking about when we talk mm-hmm. about tapping into intuition. It's that flow of divine light, divine healing, divine guidance that always comes from love. And I feel like this was also aligned with our question today to listen to oh, your yeah. intuition. Yeah. And yeah, to listen to loved ones who pass. I just want to validate you because I looked up the Knight of Wands reversed on Biddy Tarot, which I really love her explanations. You should, yeah, put that in well, the show notes. Yeah. Um, but it says it may appear when you're actively pursuing a personal passion project or hobby. A fire has been lit within you, and now you're doing everything to move this passion project forward. You have no intention of turning it into a raging success. It's simply for you to enjoy and channel your energy into. Mm. And that's what you said, right? That this could be about doing your creative projects. Yeah, I kind of was feeling that was aligned with it. Thanks for validating that. Yeah, so that's, that's nice. And you picked intuition. All right, great. Well, those are two. I like those cards for this week. Be creative and listen to those, that intuition. Yep. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great week. Thank you. Have a good week. Bye.
I really judge you. Oh my God, you're such a loser. How do you do it? 